Can you hear the music? Yeah. You feel that shit? I feel that shit. I feel it. You feel it. Oh. Doesn't it get your fucking right out? Fucking right. I can feel it tingling in my left kidney. I know. <laughs> no, no, no. That's from where the doctor went in. You, you still feel the doctor in there. I still feel the doctor in there. I feel that stent, boy. But let me tell you this. I like the background, man. I like the music. Yeah, I guess you're right. We're trying to add lyrics to it. I promise I'd stop saying that a while ago. My podcast. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I had this custom made. Yeah, I bet. I bet. You need like, I don't know. I don't really see no, uh, gotta find a heavy metal guy. All right. Welcome back to another episode of On the Throne with Dick. And shout out to Sengen Boychuk, not Boychick. I called him Boychick last week. So shout out to Sengen Boychuk for that incredible intro, outro music. And, uh, yeah, love that guy. You can find him all over the socials. He's fucking crashing and clawing at the at the ranks, you know. He's trying to climb. Let's get him more followers. Anyways, and, uh, you know, shout out to this week's guest, Mr. Mike Faria. It's not Faria. It's not Faria. It's Faria. 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 Hey, what did you say about your mom there? Someone used to say... Some about her last name, and it was. Yeah, man, kids, kids were pretty brutal to me about the you know pronouncing my last name. Teachers could never get it right, but when kids found out my mother's name, you know Ophelia, and they hit me in third grade with you know we were doing the your mama jokes, and there were some kids like Ophelia, I'll feel your balls. Your mom wants to feel my balls. I was like, <laughs> oh, you scumbag. That's a good one though. Unfortunately, I haven't met another Ophelia other than my mother to hit with that joke. <laughs> Keep looking, man. Scout the internet. I'm sure they're there, you know. <laughs> man, no, kids are fucking savage, bro. And like, can you like think about it? Third grade. My daughter's in first grade. That's two years from now. Then and she's saying shit like that. Like, you know, she's hitting, she's learning compound words right now. My sister and I were just talking about this. My daughter's starting to pick up on compound words. She's like, you know, if you get a star and then you turn on a light. You get starlight, right? And I was like, oh, this kid, man. We're like, I remember when my sister was that age, my wife and I were hitting her with compound words. Motherfucker, right? Cock sucker, right? And we were teaching her these words, man. She was seven years old. And that's where my daughter is now. And I'm just like, no. my. And I said to my sister this morning, I'm like, she's learning compound words. It's my time to shine. And then my sister's like, no, 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 it's our time to shine. And I'm like, yeah, well, hopefully, you know, you're a little more easier on my daughter than I was on you. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm the same yeah. way with my boys, man. I've been, unfortunately, I guess it's just the 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 nature. Of, I feel like of the business. I mean, the 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 cursing and the stuff. I, I'm always spitting shit out of my mouth, you know, and and not even realizing it. And my kids picked up all of those words when they were younger, but it, it took a lot of work to to make them realize not to repeat the shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 my daughter's too, but my uh, my my almost four year old repeats it on the daily, right? And it's fine. I told them they're allowed to say it at home around us, right? Say it all you want, 
just when you step out into the world, remember it's time to put that shit away. And my oldest man, she understands the assignment. She doesn't do it at school and she doesn't do it around other people, which is amazing. I love that. But the moment she comes home, she it's like she's held that in all day long and it just like comes out. And I, I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> it's got to be hilarious, man. It's got to be hilarious to hear. Ah, oh, dude, the shit that comes and and my my youngest daughter, she she knows how to use the word fuck, and and um she uses it in the proper context, right? She'll drop something on the ground, she's like, ah, oh, fuck, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yay, yeah, man, you're good, you know what? Yeah, she stubs her toe, <laughs> ah, fuck, hey, bro, I got you, I feel you there, right? Like, I say the same shit, why not? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> oh shit. How you been, man? I've been good, man. Um, we've been we've been trying to knock this out for for a minute, but unfortunately, my I had these surgeries that were going on. Um, I had a big kidney stone that was fucking my life up, and um, it was even harder to get out than the fucking the the pain I was experiencing. Man, they 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 went in through. Originally, I'm like, yeah, get a kidney stone out. They do that little shockwave shit through your, you know, your back and just, you know, shake that, shake that little fucker out. No, they, they're like, we got to go in through, through your dick and we're going to send in a laser and uh, what's called like a little grabber, like a little basket retriever, you know, fucking thing as if they're working on uh, the fucking ISS up there fucking repairing the fucking space station. They're like, we're going to send in a little grabber, camera, everything. And it was a brutal process, man. It was... um the, the the worst part was was the stent at the end that they had to get out and pull out at the end it was like a metal string and it kept uh, a little space in my kidney so it wouldn't kind of close from the beating it took from the surgery and urine could flow so they just kept a little straw in there a little stent whatever i was i was telling them well you guys putting a little keeping a little coke straw in my kidney i guess just to let everything flow <laughs> And they laughed and they're like, yeah, the way we got to get it out is you just come in after, you know, two weeks after surgery and we'll, we'll, the, the lady pulls it out. And when I came in for that, man, I'll tell you, there's nothing I was more scared of in my life. Even, even, you know, um, my near death with alcohol experience, it was nothing more scary than that thing coming out of my fucking dick when she pulled it out. And I felt it. It felt like she was pulling my spine out of my, my shit, man. <laughs> it was horrible. Shit. Was there blood? Uh, no, there wasn't. I actually thought there was going to be like meat on the ground. And when I opened my eyes, there was nothing. I was like, whoa. Shit. Yeah. Like, so when you're pissing with that, with that little thing in there, like, does it affect the flow? Does it affect the stream? It does. It was like a metal. It was almost like a metal line, a very thin metal, like fishing line. And they basically tied it around, you know, my shit. Uh. And uh, uh, when when I peed, it was a mess. It went everywhere. It was like it was fucking raining. It, it, it just went left, right. It was just uh, <laughs> sprinkling. It was horrible because it was hard for me to bend down and clean it. And then I'm calling my kids, bring me a towel. And I'll fucking clean it. Give me some paper towels. I'll clean it with my feet. Horrible. <laughs> it's it's like that shower head, you know, the one where you can change like the 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 flow and like you know, is it gonna come out like pulsating? Is it gonna come out like a like a shower, like a like rain? Is it gonna come out like you know, you know, you change it for like, you know, when you wanna like get up there in the butt and give yourself an ammo, you know, like you know, it's pulsating and coming out your heart, right? Like, oh that's exactly that's exactly how it was. And the out of all of those things, you would think that the peeing would have been frustrating. But listen, this was 
the frustrating part was waking up with morning wood. The fucking first day I woke up, I had some wood, bro. I felt the thing pulling. Oh. I felt it pulling. I was like, ah, and I fucking run to the bath. I'm like, oh my God. I'm trying to like let it go down, motherfucker, go down because now the the, the slack that was in the line is gone. <laughs> and it's like, it's pulling. And I'm like, ah. Oh. You can feel it growing with you, you know? Like, <laughs> That's exactly how it was. Oh, I hope I never have that, man. That's, that's drink, drink a lot of water, my brother. Drink oh, a lot that's of all water. I drink. That's all I drink, man. Not this. And I, I stopped these for a little bit and I just picked them back up. But I'm going to be putting them down. But water, man. Water on top of the Red Bulls. Shit. Hold on a sec. Let me put my phone on. Do not disturb here. Oops, wrong one. That's the wrong button. There we go. There we go. <laughs> man, fuck, that's goddamn, dude. Like, man, I can feel that in my I can feel that in my junk now, you know? Like uh, Oh, yeah. why why does it hurt so much just thinking about it? I don't know, man, but it's it was uh there's a lot of uh, I'll I'll take a I'll take a gunshot before going through that shit again. I don't. I, I never want to uh, do the kidney stone thing again. That was that hold, was the worst. Hold, hold on. As a New Yorker, have you been shot before? No, I have not. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Thank God. Well, you're Italian. You're Italian. I assume there's some mafiosa there, and then you know there's there's like you know New Yorker. You what? Everyone's packing. You're probably packing right now. You're probably thinking of ways to shoot me right now through the screen. You're just like this motherfucker. You know, like <laughs> always packing, and and especially. <laughs> I'm not even gonna fucking say it. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that joke. Um, so actually, you 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 may think that I'm Italian, but I'm Portuguese. Oh shit! And and Brazilian. Even though I think there's maybe I did an ancestry. There's like three percent Italian in me. There's also Nigerian and African and all these different things that I never thought were um you know would come up in my my ancestry thing, but. Um, Portuguese and Italian cultures are so similar. And here in New Jersey, there's just a massive amount of Italians, Portuguese. Um, and, you know, we all, oh, it, it's a melting pot here. We all coexist. And everybody in, in, in New Jersey, you could be Asian and you're probably uh, associated in uh, some kind <laughs> of mafia packing bullshit out here. That's, that's the name of the game out here. Hey, forget about it. Forget about it. Fuck out of here. Fugazi. It's a fugazi. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, so the last time we tried to do this, man, like we 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 had it. We 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 started recording, right? We started it, but like it. I don't know if it was your your service or mine. It was really glitchy, and and I wanted it to be good. You know what I mean? I, I we could have went ahead with it, but it would have been really. Like glitchy and freezing a lot, and like I'm like, nah, no, no, no. We 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 need to do it better than that. And and here we are, what almost three months later, fucking, you know, like, hey, you know, we made it work. Bada bing, bada boom. We made it work. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. You got Eastside Mario's in 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 New York? Any what? You got Eastside Mario's in New York? Mario's? Eastside Mario's. It's an Italian restaurant. Eastside Mario's. I never heard of that shit. Oh my god! Even nah, in, we don't in got Canada, no Eastside Mario's. Eastside <laughs> Mario's is amazing. The the, the the unlimited salad and breadsticks, like oh. oh. Oh, that's like a that's like an Olive Garden, man. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Exactly unlimited like salad. <laughs> that's not Italian exactly food. Like that's not real Italian food. <laughs> At Eastside Mario's, when you're there, you're not family. You know what I mean? But like at at, at Olive Garden, 
when you're there that, in the family, bada bing, bada boom. Olive Olive Garden in comparison to Italian food would be like Taco Bell to Mexican food, is it? <laughs> I don't eat that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so I never really asked what, what what do you do for work? I know you're in construction, right? You're blue collar. Yeah, I, I've seen I've seen uh, like a backhoe or or an excavator behind you in some pictures. I've seen you wear the hard hat, but like I've never really. You're an equipment operator, I think. I see you in the equipment, but what what do you do? So I am an operating engineer out of uh, local A25 in New Jersey. Yeah, um, best motherfucking local in the country. Okay, best the best local. That's gonna create some issues, probably. Let it, <laughs> let it let it let it rock out there, and um, I run heavy equipment, man. My 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 specialty is drilling. That's what I I got in the construction business doing back in uh, 2010 when when my first son was born. I got in as a a, a helper and started working with environmental drilling, doing monitoring wells, geotechnical borings, all that kind of fucking horrible dog shit drilling. And did that for almost five years. And then I was presented with uh, you know, an opportunity to work with A25. And I jumped all over that. When I had that opportunity, I was fucking gone. I, I fucking, I took it. And um, when I got in the engineers, for the most part, I've drilled most of the time but uh, i've been able to work on all kinds of equipment all kinds of equipment from you know uh excavators to even fucking concrete plants concrete machines cranes um everything everything i think i've played with 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 everything so it's uh it's a fun career man i love i love what i do i can't it's frustrating sometimes the people are fucking frustrating but as far as having fun and getting shit done i love work you know i love that shit Hell yeah. I, speaking of the frustrating people, I already saw my video last week where I was like, you know, I'm really, really like, you know, shout out to my boss for being so dedicated to the diversity and um, uh, diversification program. It's got to be it's got to be difficult hiring this many people with disabilities, you know, like. <laughs> like we're, and, and I wasn't. I was not. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't taking myself out of that equation either. I could be a straight up dummy sometimes, you know. I'm definitely a window licker too, you know. <laughs> oh shit, man! Like I, 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 I was I, mad that morning. <laughs> that shit was funny, man. This there's no there's no. I feel like in the construction business, you 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 meet the most intelligent. And stupid people at the same time, bro. And it's all of us. I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm one of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There are days where I surprise myself like, shit, that was smart. Fuck. Good for you. And there are days where it's just like, yep, that's on par with licking windows. I just ate all the crayons for sure. You know, like, dude, I don't get what it is, man. It's like, you know, there are days where you're just on, right? And then there are days where it's just like, man, did, did I really just do that? Did I really just fuck up like that? You know, like <laughs> you pull away from some projects. At least I have, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know how long that building is gonna be up for. <laughs> I don't fucking know how that thing's even standing right Ooh, now. I don't know if I can say this. <laughs> I don't know if I can say this, bro. Did did you were you involved in the building of the twin towers? <laughs> no, no, no. But I know people that were. I I, I know uh, a couple of drillers that that were doing mini piles for the the 
the building of the twin, the rebuilding of the twin towers. I know a lot of people that were involved in that work back then, and there was a lot of fucking money to be made, man. People were getting fucking wet with money over there. Yeah, 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 man. That's so. That's that blows my mind. You know, like we see these world class projects, right? And we know people work on them, but we don't think that we're ever gonna rub shoulders with them or talk to them, right? And here I am, you know, like you know. Fucking, you've probably built some pretty incredible shit in around New York City and Jersey. and Yeah, man. Here in Jersey, we've done everything, man. I've worked, I've worked on colleges to, to, to sky rises, to new courthouses, to um, condo developments. Um, I was at Princeton University for most of 2023, which which was fucking miserable. It was a it was a good job as far as what I was doing. I was in an excavator working with carpenters. We were moving forms, form work all day, picking them up, swinging them around, building forms, taking them apart. Um, it was great, but the fucking drive here in Jersey, it was about an hour there for me, hour and a half, two hours home. And that, you know, sucked fucking ass. But um, I've, 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 oh, George Washington Bridge. I drilled down the George Washington Bridge. I've done a lot of work on there. Um, that ass. Yeah, man, you know, there's there's so much work out here. It's like by the time a project's fucking done, by the time the guys are done working on on the GW, they're starting at the other end to do repairs again. That's how how this shit always goes. It's like the work never fucking ends. It, it's like that. It's like that uh, project that's going on that just finished on the Golden Gate Bridge here. They just built like the suicide nets around the bridge. It took them eight years. By the time they finished that, it's time to go back to the other end and start repairing. Yeah, yeah that's crazy, so man. Yeah, it is never crazy. It's, it's a song that never ends. And it's nice for us in this business. It's nice. You know, it's fucking job security. So hell yeah. Hell yeah. You're you're just building, clipping along, going this way, buddy's behind you, just destroying it, you know? Like, you know, like, <laughs> hey bro, don't worry, I got your six, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck it. There's a, something there. Fuck it. We'll get back to that in two years. Leave it there. We'll worry about that when we get back to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for, forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> 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 i stayed in new jersey once man when I, I went to new york city a couple times i'm from ontario so i'm like just above new york i'm like eight hours away from nyc and uh the first time i went to new york city was a couple years after 9 11 and you know um you go down to ground zero and there's a catwalk you go over the catwalk the whole city's loud go over this catwalk eerie just quiet Right, they're 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 cleaning up still. The catwalk's mm-hmm. got missing person photos all over the catwalk, and man, it was sad. It was eerie as fuck, right? And and you know, I I grew up. I was twelve years old when this shit happened, right? So like to watch it happen on TV and shit like that, then to be there and see like this 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 mess that they're cleaning up, and and oh, dude, like just just a big graveyard, you know what I mean? And and that shit's sad. It was it was. Uh, the the gravity even at that point in time the the gravity of the situation wasn't lost on me you know what i mean and it was seeing those missing person photos was like fuck man i wonder if pete davidson's dad is in here somewhere <laughs> yeah. yeah man that 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 events that event will stick with me forever because i was i was 17 when uh when it happened and i was in high school here in new jersey and me and my cousin, when when we had a PE teacher that that was a Vietnam veteran, and he's like, "We're being attacked." He knew right away. He he, he right off the bat was like, All right, "We're being attacked." 
And that was the the go for me, green light. I called my cousin. We were like, let's get the fuck out of here. We left school and um, we watched them. We watched the second tower fall, which uh, is in the town that I'm currently in. There's a hill that like five minutes from me, you just go up a hill. There's a block. You see all of Manhattan. And we watched everything from just sitting there all day at the top of the hill. And it was it was so fucking horrible, man. So fucking sad. I'll never forget that day in my life. I will. I will not forget that shit either, man. You know, like I being in Canada, you know, we weren't being attacked, but our neighbors were, right? And it's eight hours away. That's not that far, man. You know, and and I remember the principal came on the PA and was like, Hey, let's pray for our neighbors for the Nobody knew what the fuck was going on, right? And we get home from school that day. And uh, it's all over the news, right? And and they wonder why our generation is so fucking messed up, right? Why, why you know, we watched 3,000 people die on li- live on TV, right? Or in person. And then, you know, we, we witnessed so much bullshit happen after that. that. That right there, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but 9-11 was the first time in the last 20-ish years we've given up our, our f- freedoms for the greater for, for for the greater good or the cause, you know what I mean. Um, some of our freedoms. The, the second time was over the last three years, but um, yeah, man, I th- I, th- I think it's insane, you know. And I'm not I'm not trying to make it political or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, like that was the first time in my life I remember like shit's changing, right? Like it was changing, and it was like changing in the sense of like to a faceless enemy even back then i was like you know we're doing these things we're giving up these things and even up till till today there's no face there's no face to that enemy you know this is there's no like particular way that you can kind of just get rid of it i feel like man i don't know i'm a big person with with my rights and my freedoms and the things that i like to do even though i live in a very liberal state um that likes to take these things from us but Till this day, I I feel like we'll we'll always feel from we'll always feel the things like from our freedoms being taken from what happened in nine eleven. You know, it's just yeah, it set it set the tone for the future of of the United States of America on how how they handle shit, man. And it's it's unfortunate, but it's the fucking world we live in today. But little did we know the fucking internet was gonna be the way it was today. There's no everything's right. <laughs> Every, all the freedoms are everything's right here on the fucking phone anyways it's like they anything, got access man. to everything everything everything, everything man it's right here <laughs> it's right here dude like and most of us don't even use our phone the way that you can use it right we don't even use 10 percent of its um you know the way that it can be used uh if you had told me even five years ago if you told me i could be making money off my phone in the palm of my hand do it basically having fun right on social media i would have laughed in your face right when i was posting like crude facebook posts back in like 2007 thinking i was funny you know like haha you know who knew one day that i'd be cashing in on that shit you know like (laughs) it's weird it's fucking mind-blowing dude you know it's it's who knew it really is i think not that i knew but i think i I was trying to do this shit back on MySpace and not in what I'm doing today, but back in the day when MySpace was out, man, I was all over that shit. I think I had like 20,000 friends and I was trying to like put music out and I was like, man, this is like the way right here. We're fucking zooming. And then Tom, 
you know, fuck you, Tom, for ruining MySpace and, and fucking all that bullshit. I, I love my I love MySpace. Tom, I love Tom, man. Tom was in my top eight of my friends, man. Remember how you can add top eight? I made no, Tom he, in my he, top eight. Stop. Tom was in our top eight, whether we liked it or not, in the beginning. He was your top yeah. friend. Yeah, in the beginning, in the beginning, Tom made himself number one. But then and then but then he got, you know, then he, he stopped being so fucking selfish and let you choose, right? And then I'm like, hell no, Tom's been there. Since the beginning, man. Tom will be at least number eight, you know? Like, yeah. I remember Tom, that. Dude. Yo, I'm so glad Zuckerberg didn't do shit like that, dude. You know, like that top eight shit caused some real drama in your friend circle, you know? It was like, you know, you didn't tell someone you were friends with them anymore. You made, you, you just, you, you sent messages. You're like, fuck you. You know what, bitch? You're in my fucking top eight, but you're like number seven. You know, like, I, I think I had a girlfriend in high school who was like number one. And as I, towards the end, I didn't tell her I was breaking up with her. She just dropped to number eight. <laughs> fuck you bitch and then and then and then i don't even think we even communicated that it was over she just slid right out of the top eight i'm like you know you're number nine fuck you <laughs> <laughs> never called her again see you later <laughs> yeah shit man. that was ghosting that was that's how you ghosted people back in the day you know <laughs> that's how you that's how you did it and bro fucking MySpace, Tom, thank God, like you said, Zuckerberg didn't didn't have to kind of parade himself around with the Facebook like like Tom. Tom enjoyed it. He liked the limelight a little bit. I feel like that's well, he why loved it. He, he loved it. That's why he was number one on everybody's friends list. Everybody <laughs> fucking knew Tom back then. You know, I, I, I tried to find Tom, how to get a hold of Tom to ask him to come on the podcast. Can't find him anywhere. No, I, he's somewhere, man. I think he fucking sold. He's, he's doing... I want to say I found him, not in the sense of on Instagram, but because I, I I was doing music back then, um, music production, and all my music on MySpace froze, and I was so mad. Like I was like, "Fuck, I can't play it. It's still up, but I can't play it. It's still up till this day. Can't play it. There's no data there." And um, when I looked him up, I I don't know. Apparently, I think he's a very rich man, just uh, outside of the limelight now. He took his beating and fucking <laughs> left. Oh yeah, no, I I don't think he lost at all. He didn't take no beating. He's just like, you know what? Maybe I'm not on. Maybe I don't own this platform no more. But I got millions of dollars. It's like Ronda Rousey. She got paid like fucking three hundred million dollars to take ten shots to the face and go home a loser. No, she didn't lose. She took ten shots to the face for three hundred million dollars. She she's very much a winner. <laughs> yeah, generational retirement right there with that shit. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Like, hey, her kids will never have to work. Her fucking grandkids will never have to work. And all she had to do is take ten shots to the face. You know what? Kick kick me in the nuts ten times. I won't have a feeling down there. But hey, nobody working no more. I don't need feeling. I got three hundred million dollars. Right. Pull a stent out of my dick with a fish line for fucking ten million. I did it for free. <laughs> well, did you do it for free, or did you have to pay for it because you're American? Um, so I didn't pay for it. My insurance did. I guess I paid for it. I guess in that sense, yeah, because we have uh, we have an hourly deduction for for healthcare that gets taken out of our benefit package. Pretty fucking nice, you know. And it's a nice number. So um, I did pay for it when I think about it. I did. <laughs> I paid a lot, but I paid even more. I paid. I paid even more for for when I got sick. If you would have known the fucking bill that was that came out of the hospital from when I when I had liver failure from alcohol abuse, that fucking bill. I was in two hospitals. 
I think one hospital was um, almost seven hundred thousand dollars, and the other one was one point five million. Um, it, it, it was yeah, it was it was over a two million dollar bill to 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 my insurance company to save my fucking life. I got my fucking money's worth from my insurance. You better believe that. <laughs> Shit, dude. Yeah, dude, no, like no kidding. Two million dollars. You know, like do you, do you feel lucky? Do you feel lucky to be here still? Because like, dude, you were you were donezos. You were you were gone. Right, put you. You put your head between your legs and kissed your ass goodbye. I did, and and I feel very, very lucky to be here. I even feel very lucky to have had the insurance I had from work, because in 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 some cases, let's say if uh, maybe I would have had, which I'm not sure of, but let's say I would have had the state insurance that wasn't as good of an insurance as as my work insurance, maybe uh, the same kind of efforts wouldn't have wouldn't have been put in to save my life like uh uh like they were um i feel like those things do play a role in in america and the health system and it's fucking sad you know the kind of health insurance that you have can affect whether you live or die in some circumstances and i feel very lucky very very fucking lucky because at that time i was laid off from all the the the, the drama and the shit going on with the separation from the mother of my kids I was like right at the line where I was about to lose my health insurance and I, I made it in there right still on the, you know, good to go. So Yeah, very, you're just like, lucky. hey, I'm right at that line where I'm going to lose it. Let's try to fuck my life up right now. <laughs> now's a good time, you know. Now's, you know, the time. Hey, you know what, you know, you know what, you know, I'm going to lose that shit in like a week. Fuck it. Let's just fucking, you know, go into liver failure. You know? <laughs> let's, let's just go all the way. I'm gonna, let's just go all the way down. <laughs> you, the fuck, I'm in the rabbit hole. Let's go to the very bottom. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, full set, no breaks. You know what I mean? Just fucking give her. Right? How, how did that happen anyway? Like, you know, um, I, 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 that's what kind of attracted me to your page a little bit you know we had a lot of mutual friends a lot of the same people that we follow you know because we're blue collar we fall in that it's that circle you know big industry uh small community you know but and and so i went down that rabbit hole then i saw like you in a hospital bed then you know you 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 have this whole story on it even so so i'm like oh fuck let's learn about this shit right so then i got into it and you know it's it's a very big thing mental health and and uh addictions and blue collar and you know like it's it's all intertwined right so like you know i felt like that was something worth talking about yeah man um you know i i felt like i for most of my career in construction i felt like i was on an average I felt like I was like on an average scale of like drinking like everybody else, man. We fucking go to work, we get out of work, bang down some beers and bang down shots. You know, I get I get home from work some days after a tough day at work and take between five to fifteen shots, maybe a six pack. And I did that a lot. Sometimes if you know shit was crazy, I'd do that every day for a little while. And then when I'd start feeling fucking sick, I'd back down a little bit fucking work through some withdrawal symptoms and shitty hangovers and shit like that. But my big crash came from, uh, you know, shit happening in my family that I was always fucking running around and gone for work, man. If there was overtime, I was taking it. If there was money, I was taking it. If there was, if there was anything, I was taking it. I, I was never the kind of guy to call out of work. I was all about getting the money, getting the money and trying to give my family a better life. And through that, um, it took it took a lot of me 
a lot of my presence home out of the out of the equation. And in the in the long term, that ended up creating a lot of problems that I wasn't able to really see or foresee coming. Uh, that eventually led to the mother of my kids, um, you know, cheating on me. There was infidelity. And when that occurred, it, it was like the biggest blow to my life that I had ever received because my my family was my fighting force. It was like why I fucking got up every day. It was why I busted my ass. It was why I smiled. It was It was my driving life force. And when that happened, it just felt like it was gone, you know, like she ripped it out of my fucking hands, everything that I had, I had fucking been working for. Um, and it flipped my life upside down, man. It, 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 the, the cheating hurt, but it was more so the fact that it, I could never come back from that. So therefore our family dynamic was destroyed and I fucking broke down. I had a mental breakdown. That's tough, man. Fuck. Dude, that's that's rough. And I exactly, you know, a lot of guys, a lot of men and women go through that, right? Like, you know, uh, the women of the industry go through that, too. And, <clears throat> you know, uh, you, you hear about it a lot, like, and, and you get it in the comments section a lot. Well, you're away a lot. Who's fucking your wife? Who's taking care of your wife, dude? And you know what? Like, it's a very real thing, you know, uh, yeah. on both sides of it, too, right? Because, like, a lot of guys are traveling on the road and they're, they're doing nefarious things as well, right? So it's kind of, you know, it's a two-way street, but yeah. fuck, man, I, I I get what you're saying there, you know? It's like, that's that's my everything. That's why I get up and go and do what I do. That's why I sacrifice and grind. It's why I can't say no to the hours. It's why, it's why I'm in a man camp right now and away from my house for four weeks at a time, you know? And and when I do get to go home for a week off, you know, that's I, I get to go and enjoy the fruits of my labor, which is my family, you know? Yep. Yep. That's, and that's, that's a, fucking hard. It is hard. It is hard. And you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Like you said, on both ends, it's hard for the person at home. It's hard for the guy at work it, it, or vice versa, whichever way the roles are. And you know, that separation of time can, can create a lot of, a lot of issues if the, there isn't the right kind of communication going on. Absolutely. And I, I didn't have, the kind of emotional intelligence that I have today to kind of give back then. I, I, I was just very much hyper-focused on being the baddest motherfucking driller around. I didn't give a fuck, you know, like fuck, fuck this and fuck that. I'm, I'm bringing money home. I'm doing my thing. I'm, I'm, I'm giving everything. And a lot of my time home, which I'll take accountability for I wasn't always the happiest fucking guy, man. It, it, knowing that I'm out there sacrificing my fucking life and my time and being away from my family to get that money, to give them a better life, also built resentment. It, it was like, I'd be home and as much as I would wanna try to enjoy them, I'd be like, fuck, but I never get to enjoy you. And even at the point where I'm finally here, fucking nine o'clock at night and I'm giving you a kiss goodnight, I'm fucking frustrated because I didn't get to fucking sit with you. I didn't get to eat with you. I didn't get to play with you. And I'm fucking mad. And, and, and I, I kind of stayed in that in that vibe for a long time. And I was, I was an asshole to everybody. You know, I, I it, it, it definitely came off on, on my vibe of who I was. I was definitely a completely different person and wasn't so aware of uh, the person I was becoming, sacrificing the, the time I was with my family for work. You know, it changed yeah. me pretty fast. <laughs> oh, dude, 
it's amazing how you know when you're young you start off and you got the world by the balls and you're or or so you think right you're you're just like macho man you know like i got it all i can have my cake you need it too you start off happy go lucky and it, it's amazing how you know in just a little bit of time the the the, the viewpoint or or your mindset you know can sour that well you know where it's just like fuck what am i doing here and it just changes everything you know like um for me it was at the beginning of the pandemic you know where like you know my wife and i have been together since high school you know we this is the life we've always known where you know i'm away working and and you know i sacrifice and they understand my wife backs me 100 the moment she says this is enough i'm gone right like i don't need this i i, I do it because i want us to have a better life but I can make a good life at home too, if I really wanted to, you know what I mean? Like if, not if I really wanted to, if, if we really had to, you know, I could figure it out. I would figure right. it out. But, you know, so um, the beginning of the pandemic, right? I spent 20 days at home in two years, right? It was six months on less than a week off. And I did that for two years. And that's the point where everything bothered me everything you know I, like i was questioning everything like you know like i was finding issues where there were none i was creating them in my head right and like something like i i have like something in my hand i drop it it'd be the biggest fucking deal i'd be like oh you fucking bastard oh you cocksucker right i just lose it and my and and that even included with my wife you know she said something to me she's like you know even when you're away you still have to find a way to be a husband right i get it you're away working and you're not here but you still got to figure out how to be my husband when you're not here right and she's like you know so that that meant like you know even even a little bit of dirty talk on the phone you know what i mean like hey Bada bing, bada boom, you know, and I wasn't do. doing that. I wasn't doing that. You know, I, I was, I was checked out. I was checked out of everything. Right. And fucking six months at a time will do that to a guy. You know, all you're doing is working. You don't see an end goal to this. You know, there's, you're not getting any further ahead, you know, six months at a time. And, and you think you would be getting further ahead, but you're not right. It's because you're mentally drained and you're physically drained all at the same time. And that's affecting everything. Right. And so my wife said something to me um, during that time. It pissed me off a lot, actually. But really, it wasn't meant to piss me off. It was meant to like, hey, snap back to it and start thinking. Right. You know, um, and, and she was pregnant. So I, I got to give her that, too. You know, she 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 was in that mind frame. But she said uh, I sent her I sent her pictures at two or three in the morning of me caked and like invert and all this other, you know, chemical and shit like that. And on the rig, dirty. And uh, she'd send me pictures of hanging out with my family and at Wonderland, which is uh, an amusement park and, and hanging out. And she'd be like, I feel like you're leaving me behind. And I got real fucking mad because I was sending her pictures of me at work sacrificing and she's sending me pictures of her having fun and being away. And I'm like, yeah. who the fuck is leaving who behind here? You know what I mean? Like, you're sending me pictures of you having fun with our family and I'm sending you pictures of the reason why you can go away and have that fun, right? Yeah. And and that really bugged me and it shouldn't have. It shouldn't have bugged me, right? Because she was doing what I was away making sure she could do right 
And, and I lost sight of all that. And, um, that there was, um, one specific time where she, she had said that and I just, I lost it. Right. And she said to me, and she said to me, and I'll never forget this. She's like, when you come home and you're talking to me, I'm not your coworker. I'm your, I'm your wife. Talk to me like your wife, not your coworker, right? When we're having an argument or, or I'm doing something you don't like, you don't get to come unglued like you're talking to one of those fucking, you know, bird brains you work with, right? Yep. And, and, and I was like, damn. So I was bringing work home with me and I didn't even know it too, right? And so all of that was adding up, right? And man, that was, that was really difficult, you know? And, and to separate, I don't know if it's the right, separate state from church, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that, that was that was something I really had to really had to focus on doing. You know, really had to really um, really focus and learn how to how to separate the two. You know, like okay, I'm always at work and I'm never at home, but when I'm at home, I'm still at work. You right. know, and and that was that was really hard to that was really hard to get out of. Yeah, man, and I I I commend you because. The going away, being being away is even harder. That's 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 on another level. And yep. for for you, at least, even though it might have been tough a couple of times with her coming to you with that, it seems like she was trying to communicate. And it seems like you you took that communication, you know, and 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 that's like that's what saves things from getting to the next level. That's what you know, that open communication yep. and and working with your partner on getting on the same page is what saves it from getting to where it got with me. And it took a while. I, yeah. I'm sure she it had did. To really, she had to really drive it home a couple of times there, man. Like she, she, you know, she's even when you're here, you're not here, you know? And, and that was tough. That was tough to hear. You don't want to hear that shit either. Right. You don't want to hear how yeah. you're being a shitty person and being a whole, a shitty husband right you know nobody wants to hear that right you you take that yeah. as an attack on your character and what what happens when people's character gets uh questioned or attacked right they lash out right so like yeah. i was i was kind of lashing out a little bit not taking it as like hey she's trying to help you and her she's trying to help your relationship she's just she just cares right and right and that was hard that was hard because i deep down i knew I knew I was being shitty and like this was affecting me and us. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's where I want to say like, that's where I got lost and that's, you know, that's where I commend you. Cause even though it might, like, like you said, we know these things and I feel like with, with me, I was soaking and drowning so much in the, in the alcohol it was. It, it didn't help me face it. It didn't help me kind of sit with it. It wouldn't. It didn't help me accept it. Because in your defense, and and even in mine, at the end of the day, we're not being fucking assholes. We're really just doing the best we fucking can, given the circumstances. We're trying our fucking hardest. We're trying our hardest to keep it together mentally while being broken physically and mentally every fucking day. It, 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 it's it's not fucking easy. So, you know. I give you props for that, man, because I, I got lost in that and I wouldn't accept or hear that noise. I was like, I'm doing my fucking job and that's fucking it. Like, I'm doing my my job. If I'm home in a bad fucking mood, I'm allowed that space because of the shit that I have to go through. But 
I didn't accept the communication. I didn't want to. The relationship wasn't healthy and shit, the cards just kind of fell the way they, you know, they they were going to fall at that point. But when the the whole space after the, when I just saw the family breakdown thing happen and I took off work, my big goal was to try to get this separation happening in the most peaceful way. And it just, you know, I, I know you've never been down that road, but that's a fucking mess in itself when, you know, you got to split up and all of this shit, kids and this fucking, it was just a disaster. So on top of the infidelity, on top of me not being at work, I'm over here like, God, all this shit's going to happen now too. And I was just fucking trying to fucking forget it, you know, knocking them back and trying to, trying to forget the bullshit. And just got lost in the sauce and went all the way, all the way, all the way, all the way, deep, 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 deep down, you know? And, yeah. Um, you almost died. Yeah, man. I had liver failure, kidney failure, hepatic encephalopathy, um, uh, cardiac issues, respiratory issues from the withdrawal I was going for and jaundice, yellow eyes. 270 pounds filled with bile and fluid of all, you know, I couldn't go to the bathroom for a long time. Big, big mess. And drinking till uh till I was basically dying in 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 this bedroom right here. Um, gasping for little breaths of air when when my mom called an ambulance to come check on me. So it, it was a fucking disaster. Uh, and that's a nice way to put it. Yeah, man, I've seen I've seen your videos and I, I followed that story. You know, you're like laying in the hospital bed. You were in a coma. Yeah, man, I was, was in a, the, induced. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was it, it was induced because of the alcohol withdrawal. Um, when I got to the hospital, I was uh, I was headed in the direction of going into cardiac arrest, and uh, the only option to kind of stabilize my body was to induce me, put me in a coma, and and have me on life support, breathing machine. That will do. Fuck yeah. Well, like that's yeah, man. You 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 could see it in your face, like in those videos, man. Like your face was like you had some meat on the bones, right? Like now you can see it now, like you look healthy now, right? Like then even in the bed, you're just like you you're just a blob, right? You're I'm not trying to say you're fat, but like you were bigger. I was a blob is a perfect way to describe it. I felt like Jabba the Hutt. I felt like when 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 I woke up and people were visiting me, I felt like Jabba the Hutt. Like, yeah, come. I just felt like fucking. Hey, how you doing? Did you have <laughs> a so, Did you have a Did you have a sexy little thing on a leash next to you or what? No, no. <laughs> yeah, right. I fucking when 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 you, you <laughs> when when I woke up, man. My the mother of my kids had taken. Um, my kids out of state, she went to upstate New York where she's, where she's from originally. And when I woke up, I was so fucking embarrassed, the humility. I couldn't walk. I was shitting myself. I was pissing myself. I was fucking, you know, my, 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 my dick was all shriveled up. That thing wasn't blinking an eye for another six months to come. It was a fucking, <laughs> it was, it, 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 it was, it was a mess. I was basically like a brain and eye sitting in a bed. That could open its mouth to talk and eat and that was about it <laughs> i was like that yeah. for a little bit shit man what, what what did um like how long were you in the hospital for like what how long was that stay uh i was only in the hospital uh for i believe five days because that was when the pandemic um had landed oh, yeah. and the big deal uh, the big thing when i woke up 
and for all for all the drinkers out there, you know, it, it, it's it's everybody in our business, and not every not everybody's gonna be an asshole like me. Most the majority will not. The majority of people won't won't be like me or go through the experiences I did. But one of the most memorable and horrible experiences I went through there was they gave me this fucking uh, medication when I woke up called lactulose. And it sounds like exactly, something you shit yourself. That's exactly what it is. So it's a, it's a liquid that basically my, my body, my blood, everything, my brain was heavily impacted by different different things that my liver couldn't break down, pneumonia, all different things because I was going through liver failure, all these different chemicals and different enzymes and things went out into my bloodstream and my body. What the lactulose did was it would kind of absorb those those chemicals, bring them into my stomach and shit them out. You would shit it out. So now you all that bile is, is starting to flow out of you and this medication helps tremendously the problem is it's like the strongest fucking laxative i ever took in my life the second it touched my lips i'd have to look at the nurse and be like carry me carry me take me take me two grown men picking me up dragging me to the bathroom so i could go uh the first two days i woke up they were writing down how many times i went to the bathroom i believe that it was between like 40 and 50 times both days that nurses carried me to the bathroom wow um and let me tell you as big as i was filled with fluid. When I would go to the bathroom, boy, I'm surprised I didn't take off and fly to the fucking moon with the kind of power that was fucking blasting off. Holy (laughs) fucking shit. It was almost kind of orgasmic. I was like, woo, (laughs) it was fucking insane. And then I'd look and I'd be like, that's what I'm full of. And I would just see highlighter yellow liquid. Like it looked like some radioactive shit in the fucking toilet and be like, woo. Okay, Why am I coming out of my ass and my dick? This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking everywhere, everywhere, man. It was it, it was horrible. So I was I was there for about five days, and they're like, "We have to send you home to recover, or COVID's gonna kill you. If you get COVID, you'll die." So uh, they sent me home to to recover at home, and sent me nurses. I had nurses, uh, physical rehabilitation people that were le- helping me learn how to walk again. Um, Everybody was coming by my house once to twice a week, and I was doing IV infusions at home because they put a pick line that ran through my arm and went directly to my heart so I could uh, take my medication that way. So I had like a little port over here. Um, And yeah, man, got home and hung out on the couch and, and hung with my kids started my healing process and things picked up fairly quickly. I'd say about like, Within three, four weeks, I was walking, cooking for myself again with a cane, just getting around, doing things, showering. And uh, about three months, my eyes turned white. And I was like, "Woo, here we go. And and doctors were like, you're probably going to need a transplant. And you got to be clean six months to even qualify for a transplant. That's if you make it. So um, it was a beautiful thing, man. I I had very odd things happen. All my nails fell out, fell out of my hand and my feet. All my nails fell off. Did they fall off like off. whole, like the whole nail, or did it fall the off? Whole, the whole, the whole, the whole fucking nail would start to loosen and come off, and I'd be able to pull out my whole fucking nail. Ah. Um, it was kind of like you know nightmares where your teeth are falling out and shit, and you're fucking yeah. like that's what it was. All my nails came off, 
And then they all started to grow back. Hair was falling off. I was shedding skin. I almost felt like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I'm fucking coming back from the dead here, yo. That's what, that's what I felt like. All, like, all new stuff was growing on snake. me. <laughs> I'm a snake. I'm a snake. I'm a snake. <laughs> That's what I should have been fucking saying. <laughs> I'm a snake. <laughs> I, I used to tell my kids, I, 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 was, I was like, I'm a fucking vampire. Don't tell anybody. But the only reason I survived this is because I'm a vampire. But I should have been like, I'm a snake. <laughs> I'm a snake. <laughs> We're part snake, kids. Dude, shit. Your stars are slithering, man. You should have been gone to Hogwarts, man. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was a fucking ride, man. It, 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 it was a ride, but it was, um, it was the best e experience as far as in making me the person I am today that I ever, I, I had ever went, went through. I wouldn't change it for anything. It was a gift to me. It was a gift to my kids. It was a gift, um, for my family, for me to kind of have been pushed over the edge to transform into the person I am today. So it's like, I love every part of what happened to me, even though it's it a learning experience for the kids, for sure, man, at least they know now, right. They don't have to, you know, wonder they they've seen the damn thing, right. They know like shit, man, you know, like this is what'll happen if I jump into that life, you know, like, yeah. yeah, most people yeah. are worried about, you know, their kids finding out firsthand, like from from their own experience. Well, shit, they didn't have to go through it themselves. They watched you go through it. Right. And that's that's yep. the best gift I think you could have given them. Yeah, they watched and they helped. They helped me. Um, you know, my 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 boys, which back then were, I want to say, 10 and eight. Uh maybe nine and maybe nine and uh, maybe nine and six they were about that about that age it was in 2020 that both of them they were like my little like nurses at home you know they helped me with my my changing pads from no myself. no yeah, i man. couldn't do yeah. it couldn't do my it. kid my you know obviously i was i was home and i had my hospital gown on on my couch but they helped me with everything i used to fill up these urine bottles with the jug you know the big handle oh yeah and they used to come by and be like and take it and, and then go run into the bathroom to dump it and i'd be like come on man you gotta i'm your fucking dad and it, how did we laugh like shit it smelled like fucking death it smelled like pneumonia oh. it, smelled like, it smelled horrible um and we kind of made it fun it, 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 in the beginning they it was a little bit like tough for them but it, it was fun they helped me through through everything, man. Like my, my, we built such a bond at home at that time. And I'll, I'll tell you real quick, there was, so these IV infusions, I'd connect to a port and I'd fall asleep while the IV just hung and gravity fed medication to, to my heart. There was a day that they went out, um, they went out with my mom. I got like fake Halloween blood. I was able to start moping around the house and I put, I put blood all over the fucking port and I put it all over myself. You know, I'm fucked up like that. And then they get home and they're I'm like fucking laying there like I'm dead with my arm out and the port, everything all bloody. And they're like, oh my god, da 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 da. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> my my older son was <laughs> somewhat traumatized, but also laughed after. He was like, he was almost in tears, and then he started laughing. I'm like, it's a joke. <laughs> uh when I had my appendix out, um, I woke up in the uh, recovery room afterwards, right? And as I was waking up, the first thing and I was on my mind, my eyes hadn't even opened yet. I'm like, nurse, 
nurse. And the nurse comes over. Yeah, yeah. What can I do for you? I'm like, tell my wife I didn't make it. Right. And then and then she starts laughing. And I laugh. I'm like, I can't really laugh. It hurts to laugh. And she's like, I can't do that, sir. I'm like, just do it for me, please. You know, and she's like, I can't. I can't. Right. I'm like, just giggling. Like the drugs are just like fucking me right up. Right. And that, that's the that's the first thing I think of as I'm waking up. I'm just coming to tell my wife I didn't make it. <laughs> right like we gotta fucking have some fun and laugh <laughs> gotta do yeah man, man. <laughs> yeah dude like what the fuck's the point of going through all this shit if we can't have fun with it you know like fuck you guys absolutely man absolutely <laughs> so you have do you suffer any lasting effects from this still or what um the lasting effects that that came from it were i ended up having to do diverticulitis uh, surgery. I had diverticulitis, so they needed to remove 22 centimeters of my colon. Ooh, um, I thought you were going to say your dick. I was like, ugh. <laughs> 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 uh, fuck it. Fuck no. It, 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 they had to take 20 centimeters of my colon. That, that was a horrible experience. Um, I also suffer from glaucoma, which isn't caused by alcohol. That's a, a genetic, more hereditary disease but doctors do feel like uh the alcohol abuse definitely uh made it come earlier and definitely made it uh, helped intensify premature ejaculation premature ejaculation all in my right fucking in eyes eye. right ah. in the eyes right in the fucking optic nerve right in the fucking optic nerve, <laughs> bullseye Ding. bullseye yeah <laughs> um what else is there uh as far as liver as of uh last cat scan i did my liver is listed as fibrosis versus cirrhosis which doesn't mean i have cirrhosis but um my liver has suffered some heavy fucking damage and if i ever wanted to get a confirmation which i really don't feel the need to because my my liver has been functioning uh just as normal as everybody else's um since it got better uh, i'd have to do a, a biopsy but one thing that I learned in this experience was a lot of a lot of this shit on how you heal is what you believe and your faith in your healing, your faith in whatever it is, your higher power, your God. A lot of it really is your perspective. And if it's coming from a positive place, we just heal a lot faster. Like I healed so fast because I had a doctor that was on top of me, giving me a great perspective and telling me not to worry, no matter what other doctors were saying. So in a sense, I'm a healthy human being. I have everything okay with me now. The last surgery I just did, um, the hernia, should be the final thing I needed to square away from all this bullshit with the, the alcohol because the hernia came as a result from the diverticulitis surgery. So I would say today, I don't have any health issues at all. Um, got lucky, that, man. Yeah, I got very fucking lucky. Very yeah. lucky. Well, you got you got a YouTube story, don't you? You're on YouTube with it? I put it on YouTube and I started to share on there. I, I haven't been able to kind of give the focus that I want to my YouTube channel, but I'm starting over there. I'm starting to make my way because Lord knows, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I'm trying to make, I guess, longer videos because it, it's kind of great to the reels and things like that. It's great to kind of get the message out there, but I'm also, I enjoy these kinds of things, you know, longer, longer, deeper communications. And, and, and That's why I love the podcast. Yeah, it's great. That's why I love the podcast, man. This is exactly what it's about, you know. And yeah. and you've got your own podcast now, or are starting it anyway. 
starting just starting just just kicking off like i see you on your fly with me channel fucking always you know sitting down with your sunglasses on in front of the mic (laughs) like yo let's get this podcast going man you know fucking go bro the fucking willy wonka's right here bro let's go there they are yeah Yeah, man man. what are you calling that thing fly with me is that what you're calling it no mic check oh shit Mic check. Dude, so no, that's 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 a billion dollar idea right there, man. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you know, start building. It was actually my boy Christian's Christian's idea. He came first video I put up. He dropped it in the comments. He's like, "Man, you gotta call that shit mic check." And I was like, "Boom, let's go." <laughs> Hell yeah, man. When, when when are you gonna have this up and running? Uh, hopefully, like um, I'd say by the end of February. Um, nice. everything should be, should be up and running. I, I met a fucking beautiful woman that I, yeah, fell, in love, I, that that. I fell in love with, man. And, and, and as when I was kicking the podcast thing off, it was like, we had just met and my focus has shifted a little bit, but we're getting there. Um, so yeah, you know, just a lot of blessings in my life. I can't fucking complain about shit, man. I, I can't. Say I, I saw that, man. I see her all over your your Instagram, there, buddy. And uh, you know, I I'm like, yeah, all right. His, I I, I figured that's why the the podcast hadn't come out yet. I'm yeah. like, there's a reason why this thing ain't up and running yet. What's going on? Look down your Instagram. Oh, there she is. There's the. Reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 She's Good for you. You know, yeah, man. She's 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 a blessing. I've between the kids, um, basketball, fucking maintaining the house, you know, again. Right now, um, it's just me and the it's just me in the house. And it's a lot, bro. A fucking dad doing laundry and cleaning and my kids, you know, we all we all get in and get down together. This is a little boot camp here. Everybody gotta hold their own fucking weight. Everybody well, gotta no push shit, their own. They were fucking running piss jugs for you. you fucking know? right. You fucking running piss jugs at nine years old. You better believe you're doing laundry at fucking twelve. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah hey man you know part of this fucking boot camp regiment you know we're gonna put you through torture tactics now you gotta drink that piss drink that piss right there let's see come on now <laughs> yeah man yeah that's it's just it's a lot it's a lot and when when things are going good when things are running nice we have a beautiful system here it's it, everything kind of kind of flows but then you know my my boys are getting older they're going to from taking care of kids to now getting to teenagers it's you know the it's not it, everything's more complex the, the communications we have the the this shit's fucking work <laughs> it's, it's it's a lot of fucking work i have two daughters man my my oldest just turned six and when you think about it this way at six years old she's one third of the way to adulthood that's fucking scary, bro. Like she, like I said, the compound word thing, man, you know, like this time fucking even six months ago, dude, I'm thinking about how much she's changed in six months, you know? And every time I go to work and come home and it's the, it's, it's staring me right in the face. It's, it's coming up to me and it's like, it's taunting. Like it's it's I go away to work. She doesn't know how to do this or say this or 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 add this math in her head. Like three to four weeks later, I come back, and and she's doing it, 
right? And, you know, shout out to the school system. Shout out to my wife for, for keeping on top of that. Um, it, her, her evolution and her growing older and, and, and growing up, it's spitting in my face, you know? It, it's like, hey, look what I learned while you weren't here to teach me. Look what I learned. This is another thing. And it's like, shit, well... You know, and it all comes back down to being away and living with the burden, with living with that burden of not being able to be there to to, to be that person. You know, and, and that that's the mental that's the mental side of it. You know, there's there's a lot to it, but you know, at the same time, man, when I get home, you know, like, is it time to put these kids to bed yet? Because I haven't been home in four weeks, and you know, that first one's for me. I'm coming for it. You know, yeah. like put these kids to bed because it's I want my wife right now. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. go outside and play if it's daytime go outside and play um i tell my wife this all the time man we haven't been able to get away and well because of the pandemic and shit we haven't really been able to get away much in four years almost and and you know you add that on top of that my daughter was too young to get away so now we're looking at seven years right we haven't really been able to get away in seven years um, I'm looking forward to getting my wife back. You know what I mean? I don't want my kids to grow up too fast. I want them to enjoy where they're at. And I want to enjoy them where they're at, but getting my wife back, man, to, we were together for 12 years before we had kids. We did a lot of fun shit. And, uh, you know, so getting my wife back, uh, and being able to take her on a date, being able to like, you know, go out for dinner without the kids around or, or go on a nice vacation. I want my kids to come on vacation with us, but to be able to take my wife on vacation, just the two of us again, man, that's some shit I'm looking forward to in the future, you know, but at the same time, I want my kids to take their fucking time growing up too. Right. Like, so, you know, that's the kind of crossroads where I'm at right now, you know? Well, <clears throat> you're, I know, I know that place, man. What's nice is as they get older, when they start getting to like my boy's age where 13, you know, 12, 13, that kind of stuff, you start to be able to kind of enjoy those things a little bit more with your partner, you know, because they don't, they don't need to tag along to everything. You know, they, 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 they don't need to be a part of all that of, of every single thing. It's so important to have that alone time with your significant other. It's so, yeah. so, so important, especially 12 years before having kids. That's awesome. That's, that's like, that's can only imagine how much fucking fun you guys had, you know, during that. We time. did a lot of cool shit, man. A lot of road yeah. trips, a lot of vacations, you know, there was, we could, we could pull the pants down and do it wherever we wanted to. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Hey, you know what? On the floor in the living room, which is now where the toys are. You can't do it. Well, tickle me almost fucking staring you in the face. Right. You know, yeah. you fucking, you know, like, Oh, hey, Bluey, your fucking The Wiggles is on. It's hard to get it on when you're fucking watching The Wiggles, you know? I want to yeah. sing along to those damn songs, too, you know? like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're over there fucking, you know, beating it up, and you hear, stop it! And you're like, fuck. <laughs> it's not easy, man. <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah, man, we had, we had some good times, right? You know, that's that's what's helping, you know? Like, knowing that we had a lot of good times before that happened and knowing that a lot of good times are waiting for us on the other side of that, too, right? Like, we're we're still trying to have another kid here, maybe two at the end, right? We're, we're trying for one more right now, and, and if the next one's a, a, a girl, um, we got to try for that boy, right? If the next one's a boy, maybe we try one more time. I don't know, but we, we definitely want to have another one still, right? Which... To me, it sounds like, you know, starting at the beginning again and my back and my knees already hurt, right? So, like, it's, 
Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like, it's like refinancing my man. You're starting all oh, over again. Shit. I've never fucking thought of that. That's how I've always looked at it. You're, you, you know, you're locked in. And now the, the second you bring a new one on, that's, that's a refinance locked 18 years. Damn. That's it. Damn. You're locked. That's you it. thought eggs were expensive <laughs> at the grocery store, eh? You thought eggs were expensive before. Wait till you fertilize them. <laughs> well, lock, locked in, bro. And it's like, it, it, that's how I always look. And then, and then you look and you see your kids, they're older, like mine are. Are, are 12 and 10 that's how that's how it works you go to start you know like i got i got eight years of life on that mortgage with them uh and you know that's 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 how it is man but god bless you you still want to have more kids i i have the idea oh i've always had the idea open in my head with the with the right particular you know person if they ever came along but without the right person in my head it's like ah, I'm, I'm fucking good um yeah we'll see what the future has to hold for me we'll see Absolutely. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you know what viscosity is? I do because I'm oh. a fucking driller, bro. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's viscosity in your words? Let's hear it. Uh, so viscosity, I, man, viscosity to me is like, you know, if I'm mixing like a fucking batch of revert or fucking mud, I'm, I'm sticking my hands in. I can't, I, I'm having a tough time with the words to describe it, but viscosity fucking the thickness of the cream, like oh, the, the, the thickness of the cream. Boy. It's the talking thickness boy, of the cream. We, we don't want watery cream. We don't want to put cream and it just runs down your fucking hand. You, it's got to sit. It's the viscosity. I, the thickness of the cream, maybe. I don't know. It's that's the definite. <laughs> Keep talking. I got the KY jelly ready to go. Like, <laughs> shit, that's hot. Fuck. The that's that's what I... The reason uh -huh. why I'm asking is because the podcast is sponsored by the Mudman, right? The Mudman deals in viscosity, the thickness of the cream, you know? Like, you know, if it comes out too thick, you know, mm. we got to water it down. But if it comes out too watery, we got to thicken that shit up, right? We gotta, we gotta it's all about down. eating pineapple or watermelon or some shit. Right, you know what I'm saying. Fucking so, right. the the mudman deals in, in 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 testing equipment. You know, like fucking all your drilling fluid and laboratory testing equipment needs. The mudman's got your back and whatever is coming out the front. You know, so mm -hmm. like, but for you, you had a lot of uh, the the viscosity of those shits wasn't very viscous. It wasn't thick at all, man. You needed you needed some like metamucil or some shit. Maybe some sawdust. Maybe some sawdust to thicken that shit up. Some sawdust, some fucking revert, um, so, something, something. I'll tell you that if they would have used the mud balance on my shit, they would have failed the test. Oh, oh. <laughs> now we're talking <laughs> mud balances. Now we're talking mud balances. Mud balances. I can tell you the camp food maybe had a really like it was a good mixture, you know. Like it ran out, but it was fucking thick. It was solid, you know. It, but the way it ran out, I thought I was gonna be making a mess all over that bowl. Yeah, bro. The you know, yo, and that's I don't know what kind of uh, heavy cream the mud man works with, but I'm super, super fucking uh, what the fuck is this called? Super fucking super mud. Supermud's always been my favorite. 18%. 18%, 18%, baby. Bring out green. the powder. I'll fucking sniff that shit. Put it in a line. Pump that shit out, bro. I love fucking 
Super mud, man. That shit's great. Fucking all the situations that stuff's gotten out of me. That I mean, gotten me out of, you know, sticky fucking situations. Um, love all that shit, bro. Love, love it. Mud man, let's go. <laughs> so, so with your with your new girl, how how thick is that batch you're whipping up nowadays? Woo! We're talking fucking. <laughs> We're talking this thing, this thing, this thing is heavy. It fucking, it'll hold a fucking 13 foot diameter hole open down to 250 feet through overburden, baby. Let's fucking, this thing is strong. My cream will hold it all open. Sorry, I think I'm there. We're rocking with the best of the best here, eh? How best old are you? Best. Fucking 39, man. I'm old as 39. shit. 39. So, so uh, get this. I'm 35. You're 39. My back, my birthday is actually in a week. So uh, a week and a half. So I'll be 35 then. But uh, happy birthday, so, bro. Thanks, bro. Save it for a week and a half from now, man. I, that, that's not a surprise. This ain't a surprise. Happy birthday, bro. Like, fucking who starts the surprise early? We wasted a good surprise. Well, last, last fucking time we talked, it went three months went by. We didn't fucking sneak <laughs> it out there. So... <laughs> So, um, 35, that's where I was going with it. So men our age, right? You're just coming out of it, but mid thirties ish, our loads have never been thicker than they are now. Like men in their mid, mid to late thirties have the thickest loads they'll ever have. Is this a fact? This is straight up fact. You, you know, you fact, you fact check this shit. I fact check that shit, man. I was like, how big is my load today? And the mud man didn't have the type of equipment I needed to, to, to check. Right. He wasn't on hand. So I had to fact check it. <laughs> and uh, so, um, yeah, no, um, I, I started taking zinc, which is up. Zinc actually increases the thickness of your load. Right. So. Yeah, it's crazy. So as a man who's already got super viscous loads, right, I'm taking zinc, making it that much crazier. Man, the wife has become a cream pie, a walking cream pie. <laughs> she, 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 she coming, she, she was in that orifice she didn't know existed, man. You know, like, you know how people sweat out their pores? She's, she's sweating the jizz out of her pores. And I can't believe I just said that. But, you know, I might be in trouble later. But, oh, you know, whatever. Take it. Be careful. I mean, <laughs> be careful. I mean, come on. We're talking, we're talking drilling. We're talking, <laughs> we're talking drilling. Be careful with the, how viscous it gets because we don't want that line to get clogged up. That thing gets backed up. If that fucking cream gets backed up, you know, fucking couple of elbows back in the early parts of the pipe, <laughs> it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna get. Them things are gonna get stuck inside of here. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if we're trying to have a kid, the the more it sticks in there and stays in there, the better, no? You might, you might have to shoot a ball through. You know, the ball when you clean out the concrete <laughs> line and fucking. Yeah, just do a flush. Do a little flush. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Or, or I just grab a, I grab a straw. Hopefully, it's plastic, and just start. Why, why, why are you doing the sucking? <laughs> you know, hey, man! I put it in there. It's only fair I get it out. You know. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, so man. shout out to the mud man you know <laughs> www.mudmarket.com uh, if it wasn't for the mud man the headphones and the mic here wouldn't be a thing or they would be i would just had to have paid for it myself shout out to the mud man you know love that guy solid individual 
he's 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 been a big friend of the pod and and a big supporter of the pod. So I love that guy. You know, he he never gets too upset with where we take the viscosity question. I'm not afraid to push the limits there. You know, it's 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 interesting. This might be one of the better conversations we've had about viscosity. So you know, like a lot of people are just like, go oh, with viscosity, right? But like you coming from drilling, you know, you you know what viscosity is, and we could take it places it didn't need to go, but it needed to go. You know, fucking right and fucking right. And if anybody's just looking at have a good time with some mud, and even from mud man, you know, I don't know if anybody's ever had some fun with laying out, you know three, 400 feet of plastic in some area and just making some fucking nice mud and slicking in that shit up. Your kids will have the best fucking time. They'll fucking take a ride of their lives playing on that shit. You know, it's probably not too healthy. You know, it's probably got some carcinogens in it, but fuck it. You know, you only live once. We'll we're only, shit. we're all going to die of some type of cancer. Am I right? And I work on a vac truck, bro. So like, you know, I'm inhaling all the oil field chemicals. So, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm just a walking fucking leukemia thing. Is that it? Is it leukemia? Leukemia is for like younger people, isn't it? I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, melanoma, uh, melanoma, probably some breathing shit. You're probably breathing in all kinds of benzenes and shit like that. coming out the fucking ground, all kinds of fucking, all that bullshit. They test for benzenes. They, They never used to test that much for benzos and now they're testing a lot for benzos. So, you know, something happened somewhere along the line with the workers and uh, I'm just that next generation of oil field that's like, hey bro, like you've been inhaling this shit. Now we're testing for it. Yeah, yeah, the same the same shit with the with with sand. When I got into the fucking drilling business, sand was not considered to have, you know, to to be a carcinogen and and it, that's how it was. Now it is. Now Wait, you talking it frac is. Frac sand? Are you talking frac sand? You're talking any kind of fucking sand, the, the just the fucking any it, Well, like, it's like, engineered, right? It's fr- it's manufactured sand, so like they add shit to that, right? Uh yeah, but I uh, I, I forgot the language that goes behind this, um, but there's sand sand that used to be used in any kind of work really didn't have it. It wasn't on an MSDS. It did, there was no parts per million. You could fucking you're, you're dating yourself calling it the MSDS. I fucking yeah, know. I'm, I know. Old, that's that's, that's what old. the fuck. We're all it's the MSDS. No, bro, it's the SDS now. No, no, no. It'll always be the MSDS. It's like the Bernstein Bears. It'll always be spelled Stein, not Stain. Right, right. But now I know when when I got in drilling and I used to be um, sandpacking my wells because, you know, the wells we'd, we'd install sometimes, whatever it called for, 10, 20, 30 feet of screen at the bottom of the well, you had to sandpack it. So... Sending down the sand down the hole. <clears throat> a lot of guys would be sitting there holding it on a wench. Sand would be pouring in front of their faces and all this shit's going in your fucking face. You're, you're, you're taking in these parts per million, these little tiny specks of sand that, that are crystals. And I'm not sure, if even beach sand, that shit will get in your lungs. It will fuck you up. I definitely have, a, I, 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 breathe, I, I inhaled a lot of it in my career. Um, yeah, we're constantly uh, we're guinea pigs, you know. Uh, they'll 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 talk about us in 30, 40 years about the shit that we've went through and uh, figure things out. Too bad it'll be a little bit late for us, but it'll be helpful for our kids. <laughs> Fuck it. it, I'm just waiting for Marvel to call at this point, man. <laughs> you know, like I don't know what kind of fucking Marvel character I'd be. 
fucking got like sand slinging out of my dick or some shit, you know? Like, here's some norms. (laughs) 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 Yo, you you want to? What's the what's the parts per million coming out of that guy's dick, right? Like you. Yeah, yo, you want to know? You, I, I I drilled that Dupont. I'm sure you're familiar with that name, Dupont. That uh, Dupont uh, is that like paint? Uh, Dupont. They do like fuck. They make everything. They make like uh, they sponsor NASCAR. They sponsor Jeff Gordon. Did they not? Yeah, yeah. Fucking Dupont. They like they're 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 used for all kinds of products, like in uh fucking shit for your house. You'll see Dupont all over stuff. They have a. A, ma- a huge plant in South Jersey, and they used to do like uh, nuclear, some kind of nuclear testing and all kinds of shit there with radiation. I heard stories from guys over there in the 70s and 80s. They go home because there's a there's large areas at this Dupont plant that you 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 need to be. I think it's level C, full full fucking everything. You can't fucking breathe. You can't. You need full respirator. All that shit. There's H2S in the grounds and all that fucking bullshit. And there were like stories of guys they'd go home in the 80s and 90s there and sleep in their beds and they would be like green or pink, like tie-dye sweat coming out of them from whatever it was that was going on at the plant. And it's fucked up. It's it, our business is 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 fucked up. I don't know how many fucking times, at least now, now I'm drilling inside the cab. When I used to do the geotech and I was outside and I'm out there running the fucking machine and I'm looking down the hole and I'm breathing everything, that sucked ass. Now I'm in the cab. I close that motherfucker up. I shut everything, and I'm fucking, you know, a little bit in a better, better space. Hell uh, yeah, man! I love that. When when do you go back to work? Are you you're off because of your hernia or what? Yeah, I'm off because of the hernia. I got about three weeks uh, till I go back to work. Then I can start maneuvering around. And even though even though I'm an operator, I still fuck around and get dirty with the guys. I go fucking try to do shit or, you know, fucking stay busy here and there. Unless they're a big group of assholes, then I sit my ass in the machine and I (laughs) get out for shit. Hey, you know Um, what? You know what? You guys are, you guys are pieces of shit. This is an air conditioned (laughs) cab. I'm just going to chill in here today. Y'all have fun. Okay. Let me know if you guys need something. You guys want a little bit, uh, bit of cold air. That's cool. I'll open the door for two minutes. (laughs) <laughs> you want to get all you want to you want to you want to get all mad fucking signaling and shit then fuck you no air no doors opening and we can talk you know through our lips here with fingers and shit like that <laughs> yeah universal sign language for i am the operator <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, man. Put, put that finger on that middle finger on each hand up <laughs> so yeah, what do you do what do you what do you what are you doing to pass the time at home then you know, and I mean, you got a beautiful lady. I got an idea what's going on. You know, like you, you ain't got no, you ain't got no uh, abdomen power though, right? You can't thrust, right? Oh, I, I can thrust. I can thrust. I can't, I can't, I can't lift. I can thrust. The doctor didn't say okay. I can thrust. Okay, and, okay. And, and and nobody said I couldn't be thrusted upon. Oh um, shit, dude, dude, is she pegging? You're no, pegged? no, you sick fuck. You're I'm talking getting, about what are you sick? I'm not getting pegged. I'm talking about listen. If you if you look at the the sciences behind it, right? This would be like that. I don't really. I'm not doing the thrusting in this motion unless I'm fucking thrusting. You must yeah. be out of your mind getting fucking pegged. Are you fucking Come crazy? On, bro. You Let gotta, me tell you something, bro. You when I was when I was in the fucking hospital, they stuck a catheter up my fucking ass, and and let me tell you, that was worse. That was worse than the fucking coma. I remember being half asleep coming out of my coma. 
So the way they put a catheter in your ass is like a balloon. They put it up there and they blow that bitch up and it kind of like catches everything. Nothing will ever enter my ass again. Not a fucking finger, not a fucking gust of wind, my boy. Nothing will fucking <laughs> no, enter my ass. Wind, <laughs> gust of gust wind, wind coming out. That's it. This motherfucking exit only. This is a one-way deal. Fuck that. So so why 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 is that? When they were putting it up there, they found your cheese spot or what? And you got a little worried? No, 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 no. But when they were pulling it out, they basically had to uh uh I was still like coming coming from the coma when i woke up i was handcuffed and i was like why and they, and they were like because because you were resisting so much you were pulling out your fucking dick catheter you kept fighting us and trying to work with your other catheter and i woke up i had bruises like i was in my sleep saying don't peg me don't fucking get the fuck away and you know i tried to fight it while i was asleep <laughs> I so. think that's just what you wanted to say, but really you were just like, you were like pushing back on them. You're like, yeah, can you put that balloon deeper, daddy, or what? You know? <laughs> I do, I do, I do remember in my head thinking half asleep, half dead, job of the hut, swollen in my head, like to the nurses when they were removing that catheter, like, and I may have said it, but I know I said it in my head. I was like, just it wasn't coming out and i felt so much force i'm like just wet it spit on it just wet it just spit spit <laughs> just fucking spit on it and it'll come out <laughs> yeah yeah fuck that so man. this past summer my wife and i tried butt stuff for the first time and like i was in the shower we were in the shower and i like said fuck it you know i went uh, you know like i put the tongue there right we're in the shower it's clean right i made sure of that first and um she got me back, bro. And like, let me tell you, like, <laughs> she found the G spot, my guy. Like, it was. Let me tell you, like, farts and poop aren't the only thing. You know, it's not just a one way street anymore, man. Like, uh, it's no, it's not. It, it told she also had to fucking probably get through a little bit of an Amazon forest to get through through to, to your streets. You know what I'm saying, right? Well, to her, to her, to her. Uh, in all fairness. Whenever I wipe, I pull a lot of that out. Like I go in there with the fucking, <laughs> I go in there with the fucking machete, and it's like chopping. <laughs> you know, like you fucking you wipe, and you see it. You see a t fucking TP toilet paper is full of fucking hair. It looks like it's a fucking. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know if I'm getting it all out when I'm wiping now. It's mostly just hair, dude. You know, I was like, did I shit out hair? Is that hair stains coming out now? You know, like, holy fuck. Fuck around and give her a mustache like yours, my bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she always said she wanted one like mine, right? Well, here you go. You know, like, but no, like, like. You know what they say when you pull out hairs, 10 more take its place, right? So, you know, like 10 years ago, I used to shave my shoulder pads. I should not have done that now, man. You know, now there's fucking, it, it's, it's, I'm like Chewbacca, you know? I'm, <laughs> you know like, fuck. Holy fuck, bro. Holy shit. Um, yeah, man. It's, it's fucked up. That. You know, on 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 the other on the other end, you know, I've I've done my own share of uh, you know eating ass, and uh, I've kind of worked my way past those things. I did that more a little bit in my my younger days. Um, you know, asses, my ass is off limits. That's a you know anybody else. Where your G spot is, is, bro. Come on, you gotta feel good. 
No, no, my my. I think I think when they pulled the catheter out, they took the G spot with it, and I, I'm okay <laughs> with that. And it's it's fine. And fucking fuck, fuck that shit. Between the diverticulitis, I mean, they took a piece of my colon. I've had doctors go in both ways, and I don't. I uh, there was nothing pleasurable about that well, shit for me, bro. Fuck you that. think they were listening to Fergie while they were going in? Both meet me halfway. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's a beautiful fucking thought. I, whatever the fuck, man. I to go to go back to what you uh, what you said. Like, what what have I been doing? I've been fucking hanging. Oh, I, we're I, still I, answering that question. We're still. <laughs> I, I, I've, 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 I've held on to it in my head. I held on to it in my head. Um, it's good, man. I, I've been hanging with the kids, bro, and and you know, with my girl now. She she lives in Michigan. So I've been traveling there to uh, to see her, but she's coming to Jersey next week, and things are kind of working Shit. its way, you know, uh, towards the to, to where we're gonna go. So I've been filling my time with uh, you know good shit, positive stuff. But I'm so just I'm I'm starting to lose my got, mind. I got to get back to work soon. Are you guys moving to to Michigan, or is she moving to Jersey? Uh, right now, it seems like she she's gonna be headed out this way. Oh shit. Um, so the way I said Jersey there, the first time I went to New York City, we were staying in New Jersey, and I went to Virgin Records in Times Square. And uh, the uh, yeah, the Virgin Records store. I don't know if it's still there or not, but uh, I went to Virgin Records, and, and the lady inside at the cash register, she's like, where are you from? Because I'm wearing my Toronto Maple Leafs jersey, and the way I'm talking, you know, Canadian, you know, Canada. And uh, I'm like, oh, I'm from Canada. She's like, oh, Canada, eh? where, where are you staying? I'm like, oh, I'm staying over in New Jersey. She's like, hey, I'm staying in Jersey. And, uh, and, and it's the way she talked. I'll never, ever forget that, man. That was over 20 years ago, and I'll never forget it. And she she's from Canada? No, no. She's from, from Jersey. Jersey. I, yeah, she's yeah, from Jersey. We, no, yeah. we, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't sound like that. We don't, we don't say, we don't say Jersey. We say fucking Jersey. It's fucking Jersey. New fucking Jersey. Jersey. How far is Staten Island from you? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. You, you ever been to the Staten Island dump? Uh, no, not that I could think of particularly, no. Maybe you went by it, but not been there. On the Jersey Shore, okay, Vinny often refers to the Staten Island dump. And, and that's where, I, I can't remember her name. She was on the first season. She was fucking uh just she left uh, angela i don't remember her name fuck yeah. i don't remember it but he's like hey girls like you come from the Staten island dump you know and and just yeah. talking like guidos you know wake up guido yeah. you know yeah so gtl baby cabs are here i'm getting all yeah. my fucking you jersey shore now. shit out all the jersey shore. Yeah. Listen, it's you know listen jersey shore was cool <clears throat> A lot of it was New York people. They're all fucking New York heads, the Staten Island heads. They're not Jersey, okay? It's funny how fucking everybody, it's, it, New York's all fuck New Jersey for the most part. You know, they, they fucking took our Giants, Giant Stadiums in fucking Jersey. They want to call us the armpit of fucking New York. We, we sit here. But then when it comes to the Jersey Shore, oh, yeah, 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 it's the Jersey Shore. Everybody's fucking this, that. It, it, I'm from motherfucking North Jersey. I live right by Newark, and... This is not the way we do shit around here. We don't do shit around here like that. Maybe a little bit the kids back then played that kind of shit, but those were all Staten Island, Long Island, 
kids coming to play in New Jersey and act like they're fucking from here. They ain't fucking from here. They come for the fucking summertime. They do their thing and then they get the fuck out. Jersey people, we don't do that shit. That that was a false advertisement with the Jersey Shore shit. That's disappointing. Like. That's very disappointing. <laughs> my childhood has been a lot. Not even my childhood. My early adult has a fucking lie. You know, like GTL, baby, Jim Tan Laundry. Step on a fucking grenade for your buddy. The grenade, you know, is an ugly girl. You're the wingman. You take the grenade, you know. Yeah, like. Ah, I feel like my early 20s have just been... Uh, I saw Pauly D in concert once. That was cool. Really? Really? That must have been cool as shit. Yeah, yeah he amazing. showed up He showed up an hour and a half late, but whatever. I'm I'm an early guy. I like to go to bed early. He showed up at midnight. I was like, fuck yeah. you, man. I stayed for like... I stayed for 20 minutes after he got there, and I left. I'm like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, hey, it's midnight. There's No one should be up this late. Yeah, bro. It's a lot. We, we, man, those were some years. I had a lot of fun at the Jersey fucking shore. A lot. So much. We go there for prom. We go there for summer. I remember one hotel there, Dry Docks, because we go there for prom. It'd be like 20 of us getting one hotel room. Everybody's staying in one fucking hotel room. If we couldn't afford the house, it was 20 of us getting a hotel room, 20 of us in the house, whatever we could get. And we fucked everything up. There was one time a fucking, a fucking little small, uh like recliner we threw over the balcony went outside the fucking thing landed on the floor that's how it was over there it was like fucking mardi gras wild shit the jersey shore i don't fuck with that no more i don't go there if i go there i'm just fucking no i got i can't be around that shit no more (laughs) (laughs) for for who for your own safety or for the safety of others for the safety of others for the safety of others (laughs) (laughs) yeah you have me fucking fucking all fucked up by being drunk on the boardwalk looking for fights, eating cheesesteaks, shit face. That was like the deal back then. And it was it was fun. It was fun for the time that it was. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Hey, where can people find you on the socials, man? Like, uh, where, are you on TikTok? I don't yeah, know TikTok. TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. Everything is Jersey Mike with a Z everywhere. Jersey. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love that, man. <laughs> I got one more question to ask, and then I'm going to bed. Let's go. It's that night shift shit. Um, so, you know, being American, you obviously know what Mount Rushmore is, right? Uh, you know, has four of the most influential people in history up there. Um, if you could have your own Mount Rushmore of people that you look up to or inspire to be, who would they be and why? Ooh, that's a fucking tough one, man. Goddamn. Well, you're, you're Portuguese. I'm going to probably say Ronaldo's up there, isn't he? That's a tough one. No. No. <laughs> no, Ronaldo, Ronaldo's not there. And, and fuck, that's a tough one. God damn. Uh, let me see. And are, are we talking just like anybody? Could be anybody, anybody. That yeah, I'm man. Talking? Dead, alive, fake, real. You know, uh so first person that alive first person i'm gonna throw up there is carl jung that's my motherfucking man i i i read a lot of his work he used to uh uh like sigmund freud he was like uh kind of a father of psychology um carl jung is one of those guys um second let's throw jesus up there we're gonna put jesus up there he's gonna be i heard he's well hung he is well hung, especially the brown Jesus. You know, you got all you got all the different colors ones, but I'm gonna go with the 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 you know my mine. You got you, you got all all different color ones. He's very well hung. He's packing. 
Um, he's up there. And next, next in that fucking line, um, my mom. My mom, man. My mom is like the strongest fucking human being I've ever met. And the things that I've I've put her through and she's endured uh, raising me and to still um, appreciate me as a son and smile and be there for me, my kids. Uh, my mom's my fucking hero all fucking day. She She's at the top of that list. Um, and then in that last, that last spot, I don't got, I don't got space for two of them, but since they're small, I'll fit them together. And I, I, I put my kids, my, my kids are my biggest gurus, my biggest teachers, man. Every, everything in life that I go through with them, they inspire me and teach me new ways to be and navigate in this world. Um, bro, they taught, they carried your piss jugs and changed your shit diapers, bro. <laughs> they better be up there, man. Holy shit. They're fucking, they're fucking up there. Those are the people right there, yeah. <laughs> my wife offered to wipe my ass for me when I had my appendix out. Yeah. And I was like, nah, babe. There are some things that are going to remain sacred between us. You know, like, I don't want no piece of corn plopping in your hand, you know? Like, every time I took a shit. I went and had a shower because I couldn't reach behind me to wipe. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to bend down and, and I'm going to so, I'm going to put some beautiful, lukewarm water on the tush, you know, like not your hand. I love you and I appreciate you, but no thanks. Yeah, I, I yeah, I'm not going to listen and, and, and we'll end it off with this, that that don't ever don't ever let her. I, I, I experienced that in a sense, like when I was in when I was in the hospital, there was a day that that uh i hit the button for help and nobody came to go to the bathroom um and it, it got bad it, it was just fucking it was a disaster i felt it running up my back like i was a guy like a fucking newborn baby it was fucking <laughs> horrible and when the nurses came in the room there were two women and they're like oh my god and i was like yeah fucking oh my god you're late okay I'm like, you're fucking late. And they're like, all right, we're going to get you out of this. We're going to change. I said, don't fucking touch me. I'm like, don't you fucking touch me. You can't fucking touch me. I didn't. I'm, it was like I was not having those women take my hospital gown off me with my fucking, you know, shriveled deal, dick shriveled up, not, you know, fucking shit all over, covered in shit, job of the hut, fucking bile leaking out of me. Like, yeah, like, no. And I sat in there for about two hours fighting with them. Like, no. You fucking get me a male nurse in here. I'm not doing this shit. And uh, eventually I gave in. And both the women cleaned me up. And it was uh, the most humbling thing I've ever experienced in my life. And so. now one of them wants to, <laughs> is, is one of them your girlfriend now? Is that, is that no, what No. No. <laughs> they seen some shit. They seen some shit, literally, that would change their life. I told those nurses, you guys are all fucking heroes. Because if it wasn't for this experience I had in here... The things they do to care for people, man, they they deserve much more money and much more praise for the, for the things they do, man. For real. Amen to that. Amen to that. I love that, brother. Man, this has been a lot of fun. I'm glad we finally got this this going, dude. You Me know? too, man. Hell yeah, this, it was is, fun. this has been a lot of fun, man. And uh, I can't wait for your podcast to be up and running. I can't wait to give that a listen, man. Uh, I... I fucking love listening to podcasts, man. So, like, you know, if I can support someone else that I know who has one, I'm all fucking for it. So, 
Well, you better believe you're going to be on mine and we're going to get a little bit more in depth with with your story. And yeah, this this was so fun, dude. I do a lot of podcasts. I talk about my story a lot. And this was this was the funnest one with, with, with so much like so many jokes and good laughs, man. It was it was it was heavy and light at the same time. And I love that shit. Yeah, man. Like your shit, like the Viscott, you know, it was a heavy ass <laughs> situation. It hit your back, but it was so runny. It was light, you know, like, ugh. no, I appreciate that, man. You know, like that's yeah. kind of what I'm aiming for, you know, like it, the conversation isn't planned. I don't, I don't plan it. I don't have notes or anything like that. I just want to run into a friend on the street and have shoot the shit and have a conversation, you know, like I knew, I knew a little bit of what I wanted to get into. I knew some of your story. I didn't know all of it. I didn't, you know, I, and I want to be just as surprised as the people listening. Right. So like, that's fucking cool, man. And I'm fucking so happy that you're still alive. That this is like the embarrassment alone from some of that shit, like would have, would have killed me. You know, like, I just been like, yeah, I just shit my pants. Like one time I did shit my pants in front of my wife while we just started dating. Right. Like I was helping my dad carry one of those big fucking ass heavy TVs and I wasn't wearing any boxers because, you know, I was hanging out with my wife after I wanted it to be, you know, like pull them down and one less piece of clothing is better. Right. And uh turns out that wasn't so great. I, she was right behind me. I shit my pants. It ran down my leg. And we still talk about it now. And this is the beginning of our relationship. She married me, bro. That's a keeper. That's a keeper. That's <laughs> a keeper. Lo- she loves you, bro. She fucking loves you. And, <laughs> and she even offered to help wipe later at a later time, man. That's a fucking... That's man, love. What a, what a gal. You know, what a gal. Like Fucking right. <laughs> I wonder if she'd get free Blumpkins now, you know? Like, she, she's already willing to be offered to touch it. Why not be right, put the nose right down inside the fucking business, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> and now he's forgetting saying this is fun. <laughs> that would have been like, like, like for me, bro, they, they could have had me on Fear Factor in my worst state of my coma shitting for a Blumpkin. <laughs> I'll eat the cockroaches, bro. I'll hang out in the Ah <laughs> oh, man. Shit, man. Yeah. Fuck, man. This has been fun, buddy. Thanks for coming on, dude. Thank you, my bro. Thank you for having me on, man. You got five days until this drops, too. So. Hell fucking yeah. I'm excited for hell, this one. Hell I'm yeah, excited. man. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this one, dude. I can't wait to start pushing it and. Not pushing, uh, you know. You're, you know. I don't want to, you know, don't want to make a mess there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, and do yourself a favor. When we get off here, Google the Accommodator. It's a toy for adults that I'm buying my wife for her birthday at the end of next month. You'll have so many questions, so many. Just okay. Google the Accommodator. We started talking about this a, a month ago. And like it's still on my mind, and I just can't get it off my mind. It's always going to be there. Like I don't understand how this thing works yet. I can't wait to find out. Yeah, man, I'm gonna check it out, bro. I want to check it out. The Accommodator. Go to images. You'll you're gonna see it. You're gonna be like, is this is this is this like Blue Waffle or something? Like two girls on cup? No, 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 no. I think this is more complex than that. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, it's called the Accommodator. It's it's phenomenal i can't wait to get it i'm gonna fucking check it out bro awesome man awesome thanks for coming on brother appreciate you my bro let's go hey mike stay frosty (laughs) you got it my boy
brought to you by Mudman Heavy Cream. Eighteen <laughs> percent viscosity. <laughs> Whether you're looking for some hot cream to the face or some hot cream down your hole, Mudman will provide you with whatever you need. <laughs> www.mudmarket.com. <laughs>